Is there a cough button on this thing? Yeah, just go like this. Okay, just reach over right. and slide that puppy down. All right. You going to be all right? I'm good. I'll soldier on. Do you want me to get you a water? Uh, no, I'm all right. All right. Okay. Worried thanks, about you, thanks anyway, mate. It's unbelievable. My voice sounds a bit nasal, a bit more nasal Just for normal. the record, <laughs> if I sound like this next week, I'm going to be very unhappy, and everyone okay. listening knows it's your fault. Just resist the urge to kiss me, mate. I won't be <laughs> kissing you, okay? I've resisted for eight or I ten know, years. I work, know, it works for my wife. What, the res- <laughs> she's, she resists the urge naturally? Oh, she just heard, she goes, oh, stay away from me. Not like, oh, you poor thing, what can I do for you? She says, oh, stay away from me, stay over there. <laughs> <laughs> I said, thanks, lucky I'm not dying. How good's being married anyway? Oh, it's unreal. Just sell it to people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're married, it's just life. <laughs> it, you know what it is? It's it's not a cult, but it's, it's some form of, um, there'd be a word for it. What it is is everyone that gets married encourages everyone else to get married yeah. so you can suffer the same thing. It's pain. an institution, a mental, no, no. A mental institution. <laughs> so, so everyone can suffer what I'm suffering? Yeah, that's it. Oh, you've been together a couple of years. Mate, get married. Yeah, oh, really? Is it good being married? Does it really yeah. make a difference? Yeah, it does. Yeah, massive. I want you to suffer the same pain <laughs> I do. Should you have kids? Yes, have kids. Yes. They're amazing. That'll change your life a bit. the earth. <laughs> and you'll never be able to afford to holiday again. <laughs> But remind you're, you're definitely not a marriage celebrant, are you? You don't you don't marry people, thank God. <laughs> but anyway. nah, we're happily married, the two blokes. The two, two, blokes, two other people. The two blokes are happily married to other people. That's right. Although many PR people think we're married to each other. Not that there's anyway. anything wrong with that. Yeah, that's right. But um, love love 30? is love. What did, did that make the top thirty? Yeah, it was called the outing. Is that the one? The outing. Yeah, what, what number was it? I think it was like in the top. 15 or 10 or something Just, like. I mean... Yeah, we've got to... I, I, I think we have to address the elephant in the room, the absolutely. The elephant in the room is the Seinfeld Did you, you put on AFGM, didn't you? Uh, no, no, I've got the tweet. Oh, on Twitter, on Twitter, on Twitter, on Twitter right, no. Um If you follow Seinfeld, the actual Seinfeld TV show, Seinfeld TV on Twitter, oh, this is they did great. a fan poll asking for your favourite episodes, and they've published the top 30. Now... The number oh, one. I wasn't aware of this poll, by the way. I would have, I would have voted heavily in this thing. Heavily, <laughs> I would have voted often. Vote, <laughs> vote early, <laughs> vote often. Um, the contest comes out as number one, uh, obviously. Soup Nazi number two, marine you biologist number three. Fun fact for you, mate. Yeah. I've interviewed the the soup, soup Nazi. Nazi yep. His name's Danny. Danny Thomas, I think his name is, or That's Danny something. It's a fun fact, but it's really... I actually interviewed, interviewed him. The yeah, opposite's number telling. four. The Merv Griffin show, number five. Now, my How comment, the hell did that get in there? Oh, that's a good show. The one where he's got the set of the old yeah, set of the... Yeah, you've got George, George, George coming in and... George yeah. hits the pigeon, you know, because they've got to use little... Uh, little uh, or is it a raccoon? <laughs> no, yeah, a pigeon. Yeah, they've got right. to use pigeon implements. They've got to express new instruments in. It's going to cost a lot of money. Okay. He brings it in and the thing gets mauled by another animal. <laughs> Okay, it's a good episode. The chicken roaster. That's another. That's another one. That's the one where where um, Kramer's addicted to the the Kenny's. Is it the Kenny Rogers chicken or whatever it yep, is? Yep. Yep. <coughs> the boyfriend. Which one's the boyfriend? Uh, is that the one? That's not the one before the Virgin. The Virgin episode. There's I don't the Virgin. Know. But the the interesting thing is, it's Chinese restaurant. It's often classic. very hard to find the episode by the title. So, for example, oh, yeah, I can. I, I, I know most of these. I was what? There's two episodes that I've watched just in the last few days. Yeah, and I don't know which episode it's in, but because I only saw a very small part of it, but the yeah. line is very clear. Yeah, you can see Elaine, Jerry and Elaine fighting, they're getting back each other's things. She walks out the door, but she doesn't quite leave. She comes back in, she goes right, 
I'll give, I'll give you, you 20 30 minutes. minutes. <laughs> and he goes, sex to save, save the, the friendship. friendship. That was an early episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that was, um, I don't think it's in that list. So, you know, it's not. And yeah. and the other one the was... Opposite, the opposite. Oh, the marine biologist. That's genius. See, I think marine biologist got to be number one. I just... No, nah, you can't beat the contest. C mate. was angry that day, my I, I would have put it number two. Okay. Number two. Soup Nazis in the top ten. The opposite. That's a funny one. That's the, these pretzels are making me thirsty. Is that the one? No, no, it's not. It's not. The opposite is when George decides he's going to... Everything I've done so far in my life has been crap. So if I do the opposite, it'll work out. And a it job does. the Yankees. Yes. So he meets Steinbrenner and he goes, I don't know what the hell you're doing with this organisation. Hire this man. Remember? What about this, though? I saw this one the other day. The Slicer. Ah, yeah. Where, you remember? Where Kramer's got the, the, so, the, so the Kramer's, Deli Slicer. Kramer's got the Deli Slicer. feeding it under the door. And they're feeding it under the door for the cat next door <laughs> because Elaine's got the got the irrits that the pe- person next door's left the t- left town and left their alarm going. So they short the power on the apartment oh. outside. And the next day she realises there's a, there's a cat in there, a pet, that's being fed by an automatic feeder, which is no longer feeding it. So they sl- slide slices under slicer. there. And she borrows a slicer and uses it to do everything from opening <laughs> a mail to uh, cutting back her the heel of a shoe. So the strike is when is when uh, the strike the, the is bagel, the bagel shop. Kramer goes back to work. Remember that's right. The strike's and then, over. Uh, yeah, that's right. And the Chinese restaurant is Seinfeld four. <laughs> oh, and then, they, and then they, can't they, stand George, you. George George is waiting for a phone call. Remember, yeah. yes. and and he yells out some other's name. Someone what was else? the name? We yelled out. Um, oh, you know, he, and he says he goes. No, I say this, and no one answers. So <laughs> I hung up. So. <laughs> it was it was a name it was a name of a, a league a surname of a league player. Oh, what was it? It's going to come to me. Someone is going to tweet that to us. Ugh. Parking garage when they can't remember where the car is. The junior mint. That's a great. That's one a great episode where the mint goes in the guy and then he's suddenly feeling better. And in fact, when I go to the US, I always buy a box of junior mints for the that very reason to say uh, I remember seeing these in Seinfeld. Quite like them. The little kicks is when Elaine dances. We find out that Elaine's just a terrible dancer. The fire is that the George one I've where got George it. says, "Sorry, I've got it. I've gone back to the Chinese restaurant." Yeah. Cartwright, Cartwright, yeah, John Cartwright. Remember the favorite player, <laughs> Cartwright? Yeah, I just got a call. I yell, Cartwright, Cartwright. <laughs> no one answer. I hang up, and that, apparently, <laughs> that that whole episode was based on. I think I remember reading the seeing the behind the scenes. That was an actual thing that happened to them. And, were, and, and the whole thing was, it's its one of the uh, one of the few episodes, it's all filmed in one spot. Yeah. There's only one set used. One, yeah, right. They, they don't go anywhere else. Okay, trivia question for you. What was the terrible movie they were all waiting to go see after it? Okay, it's not Schindler's List. No, it was. That was a di- different episode. It was a terrible movie. And this movie is a famous bad movie. It's a science fiction movie. And Seinfeld, Jerry says... He goes, no, you, you go. He goes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get a hot dog and saw something. And she goes, no, I can't go. And, and I, think, I think that's his episode. No, I can't go and make some smart comments on this movie, about this movie by myself. It was, I think it was Plan 9 from Outer Space. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. <coughs> uh, the fire, that's when George <coughs> yells, and when, you've never heard of Bozo the Clown? <laughs> and Eric, Eric the Clown, you know who that guy was? That actor? You don't know who that is? John Favreau, right, okay. the bloke out of the out of Swingers, yeah, yeah. he's now a massive director. He directed uh, a lot of the uh, Marvel films. Well, is it interesting to me? You, that you're obsessed about this and clown, maybe, man. Maybe it's because I only watch Seinfeld on Stan now. But I wonder whether any and people could help us. Whether anyone of the free to air, sorry, the Foxtel channels yeah. that run Seinfeld, whether they've actually run the top thirty. I mean, that's what I'd be doing now. I'd be Absolutely, going. We're yeah. running the Seinfeld top thirty. You'd show this this 
this note because they did yeah. a great job. This is handwritten, by the way, on the Twitter. Yeah, no. Because I looked that. at it closer. I went, is that a font? No, every the is different. Yeah, Someone right. has handwritten that very nice, list of very 30 nice episodes. Very beautiful penmanship. You know what? I can't believe <laughs> that the Bubble Boy is 29. Yeah, but That's the, in my top mate, 10. The Puffy shirt is 26. Uh, Serenity the, now is 30. Outrageous. The Puffy you know. sh- Bubble Boy Puffy the shirt. Rye. <laughs> and I'd have them, the Puffy the parking shirt. Parking garage, mate. Yeah, mate. That, that's top 30, not top 15. I, I would have know. put the bubble boy and the puffy shirt in the top 15. I would have moved... I'm not a big fan of the Merv Griffin one. The strike, I'm not a massive fan of either. The Hamptons, that's a good one. That's, I was in the pool. <laughs> have you heard of shrinkage? It was <laughs> shrinkage. Elaine, Elaine, are, <laughs> are you, you aware shrink? of shrinkage? It shrinks? <laughs> you go, oh, no. <laughs> but I liked it when... So was it? Was it? No, George's girlfriend came up. Remember, mm. and he went off to buy tomatoes. Yeah, or she's walking around. She's walking around nude in the Kramer's, so, Kramer's copping an eyeful. We saw her topless. <laughs> and he goes, no. And he goes, no. And then he steals the is lobsters. That, is that the same one where where he she's she's a she doesn't eat. She she crayfish. doesn't eat. She's yeah. She doesn't eat, or she's allergic to it, or because of her religion. <laughs> and and he and then he mixes it up. it up in the scrambled eggs. Yes, because George does it, doesn't he? Yeah, George he, does. He puts he puts a lobster ape, uh, a lobster <laughs> bib around her and says, "I hope you're enjoying it." <laughs> the race is a good one too. Is where the guy remember comes back from when he was at school and they decide to have the race and he's going out with a girl named Lois. Remember, he goes, I just like the fact that I could call her Lois, because you know, he's a Superman fan. <laughs> what was the other one? The airport? Is that the one where he's trying to meet up with the model and, and Kramer's betting with the bloke about which oh, which, line, be, yeah. which airline's going to leave first? Yeah. And um, what's his name? Newman comes with the the bag that used to belong to the serial killer. What's his name? The guy that was used to work Ted at the Bundy. post office? Oh. Ted, yeah. yeah what right. was that him? Yeah. Um, <laughs> The limo, that's a good one where they pretend where that she throws the, the org- Is that the one where she throws the organiser out? No, no. I, well, that's different, is it? No, no. The limo is when they get... Isn't, isn't the limo the one where they pretend that they're these two guys? He goes, oh, Murphy. Oh, Murphy's not getting right. this. He, he missed his flight. Yeah. And they remember, they take, take him to a rally where they're these ma- they're massive like anti-Semites. Semites. <laughs> <laughs> that was that one. But the bubble boy, that was genius. And Oops. the guy's voice in it. <laughs> he says, he's, his voice was so good. Remember when, when George, he goes, who's this? He goes, oh, that's that's Susan. He goes, why don't you take your top off? <laughs> and she sort of goes, oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, and then when George is banging against the thing, remember he's got him around the throat, he's banging, and then you hear, and then the hand slowly limps off his of him. <laughs> and then at the, when Seinfeld and Elaine are at the, the diner, and he's he's blown. I guess oh no, give me that autograph. That's that's cheesy. I'll give you another one. I'll mail you one. He goes, no. Oh, what's nothing wrong with this one? And then people burst into the store and say, someone's hurting, hurting the bubble boy. <laughs> they all rush over and they find George. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, 11, <laughs> 11 minutes of uh, the two blokes breaking down the top 30 uh, Seinfeld episodes of all time. But our most popular episode, I think, of all time was our dedicated Seinfeld yeah. episode. That yeah. says a lot about how much people want to hear about talk tech. <laughs> they want us to talk Seinfeld as well. <laughs> well, the the yada. But you know what? I've got to say, there's a couple of episodes in here that I can't really recall. Like the betrayal. What's the betrayal? Do you remember that one? The betrayal. The one, the din, the dinner party. Which is that one? Is that the? Oh, is that where they go? Is that the one where George has to blown up that he's got to put the betrayal in for the or the dinner party? Which no, one the is? dinner party. Well, hang on. The betrayal. Oh, the betrayal is where they go to India for the wedding. 
Oh, that yes. You know why? You I know why like that's that in the top thirty? Because it's a reverse. It's one. a reverse one. It's in backwards. I don't. Li- I never liked it. The dinner party is, I think, the one where George is blowing up. So he's the dinner got a, party. He's got to put in. The search for something to take to a dinner party. Yeah, and they get the chocolate. Jerry and Elaine forget to take a number at the bakery. Yes, and they have trouble buying and, wine. And they think that that um, Saddam Hussein's parked him in. Remember that guy? He goes, yes, Saddam Hussein. Remember George's got that really puffy Gore-Tex puffy jacket. jacket. Yeah, yeah. And and he's blown up that he's got to put in for a bottle of wine. He goes, what's wrong with a bottle of Pepsi? <laughs> he wanted to take Pepsi. And they go there, remember, and, the, and they're so they're not so stuffed up. They just hand over the bobka and the bottle of wine and go, there you go, and they leave. <laughs> they don't even stay for the dinner. Well, look, I've got bad news. Um, we are going to have to talk tech oh. because that is okay. what, what Serenity Now. <laughs> Serenity Now! <laughs> Gateway Computers. Yes. They were an actual company, weren't they? Yeah, they were an actual company. They had the cow thing. I don't think it actually said Gateway on the in the yeah, show, but, but they, they had, had the, the cow pattern. pattern. They had the boxes and probably just blocked the name it off. It was a legit... Company yeah, wow. back in the day. Do you remember that? I do. I mean, I they do. did come yeah, here yeah. and everything. Yeah, I remember. Oh, it was pretty yeah. much mail order was the Yeah, concept, it was like a Dell it? sort of head of the time. Kind of what Dell, of Dell became, yeah. yeah. Wow. Amazing stuff. We could talk about and this the, all day, Because the dude was um, a guy that uh, George went to school with. Remember the guy who's a bit, ooh? Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. Who, um, who's, remember, he's, because that's right, George's dad had him. He's selling like hotcakes. Yeah, Turns out he's not talking to anyone. He's connected, yeah, I know. But to to tie in a tech angle, I liked it in the in the outing. Remember the outing where the one of the products that he that Jerry got for his birthday was the two line phone. Remember yeah. the two line phone? Yeah. And and how it didn't work properly. So just trying to bring some tech into this story here, right? And remember when he goes, Oh he goes, Oh <laughs> he goes, Hang on, I've got Kramer on the other line. And then he whatever he says to Kramer, he goes, I heard he goes, I heard everything you said, by the way. He goes, Really? And then that little exchange where Jerry's going back and forth between Kramer and George that's gold, <laughs> and then it, and then the reporters are not on the other line. Remember, he says, "Oh, to 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 George, oh, I guess we fooled her," and she, she's thinking, "Beautiful stories, legit." Yeah, uh, that was a little tech angle we thought we'd bring. Good tech that. angle, but let's yeah. let's do the show. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from TechGuide.com.au. We do it all thanks to the good people at Uniden and Netgear. Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 412, uh, and a little bit of Seinfeld. Actually, yeah. a lot of Seinfeld. A lot of Seinfeld. <laughs> might even do a bit more at the end. Yeah, we, just, we might. We just, just gibber on all day about it. Um, but it's legit, mate. It, just, it appeared on Twitter. We had to talk about let's it. Let's just quickly talk about six or seven things and then get back to Seinfeld. Absolutely. So Optus 5G. It's out. It's, yeah. a, it's available. You can get it now. Go to your local Optus store. I checked my... <laughs> I checked. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not in the zone. Are you in the? Did you check your address? You, yeah, I know. I looked at a map. You'll be on five G in about 2026. 2024. Okay. I was hoping, but <laughs> it goes as far as Macquarie Park. Amazingly, my parents are in the zone. <clears throat> but yeah. so here's what. So here's what happened. Uh, Alan Liu and his executive team announced the commercial launch of Optus five G. We've had a conversation about five G and Optus before. They've demonstrated stuff to you in Canberra. They've had a trial going on, a couple of hundred people using their home, their Nokia home broadband thing. It's this big cylinder. It's an ugly big thing, but it's like that because it needs big antennas to get yep. the 5G into the house. Um, they've been testing that. They're very happy with it. They're, they're, they guarantee 50 meg. They've been getting 160-odd. They're very, in, very in happy. peak times and at times, they said 500, over 500 megabits per second. Yeah, with 200 people with no one on, on it, 300 yeah. towers. Let's, Still, though, but 160 peak, that's pretty good. That's excellent. So... What what they did was basically say, right, now we've got these 300 sites, we've got another you know, 900 still to come in the next few months. You can now go to an Optus store, you give me your address. If you're in the area, you can now walk out with this box and it's ready to go. Yeah. Plus, they're selling 5G handsets 
the, the Samsung Note, the Samsung Galaxy S10, 5G, and the, and the Oppo Reno. Reno. Yeah, yeah. And so just, to be, just to be clear, the 5G for home broadband, you need to be in. They're not going to sell it to you unless no. you're in the zone. That's what's it. I They'll put d- my parents' address in, and they're in, I'm getting it for them. My parents are in 5G coverage area at Maroubra. Why are you getting it for them? Because the, well, it would be just easy to connect for them. My dad's not a fan, doesn't want the NBN, and oh, doesn't right. want anything to do with Telstra and all that. Well, you know, Telstra's not the only company providing the NBN. I told him that, yeah. But no, I, I, well, I, do want, I, need to talk I to want him to try it. No, I want him to try it because it's just easier installation. Yep. And I'm really curious about what sort of speeds he's going to So Bring he's going to kind of be my, my review guinea pig. You know? yeah, yeah, I love it. Sounds good. It's, so only, it's a month to month. If he doesn't like it, he can get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's a, it's a box uh, you put in the house and it provides the Wi-Fi in the home via internet provided by the 5G. Yep. Now, <clears throat> it's limited areas. Their maps, though, show much more coverage than Telstra. Yeah. Much more. Like, you look at Sydney and Melbourne alone. But what are you comparing it to? The Telstra, Telstra. maps we saw months ago? No, Telstra's maps on their website are updated October 1. Oh. And it's still bugger all. Right. Like, Optus So, so is Telstra have gone out and made a big song and dance about their coverage, which isn't as big as Optus, which hasn't made a song and dance about That's it. That's right. Wow. Like, I'm telling you, if you look at the maps, so I'm sure there are congested areas where Telstra has multiple sites all working together. Yep. What Optus have done is put a tower, and then you can actually see from the... From the 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 way the maps work, it's it's literally just a, a map that tries to estimate coverage, yeah. but it's a, it's a genuine circle from the tower. Like mm. you can see where the towers are, but there's lots of them in Sydney as opposed to just a yeah. few for Telstra. Sure. There's lots and lots of suburbs where you can well, now get Tel- uh, Optus 5G. When we were at that event, one of the guys who actually he, I knew him from somewhere. He used to work for another PR uh, company, and um, Adrian. No, 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 no. Are you talking about Adrian? No, no, it wasn't Adrian. It was another guy. Okay. Anyway, I said, oh, I want to check if mine is in it. He pulled, and I couldn't pull the, he must have a special app or something, but I tried to look at the map that he showed me on their website, and I couldn't see it. Like, the map he showed me had my home and all the towers around me, and and I was sort of, the, I was in the middle, and all this massive space between the towers, I was right in the middle of the space where the towers were. <laughs> So it wasn't quite close enough to any of them to get it, but uh, I, I haven't been able to find that map on, on their on their site. I've just no, gone be, to the buy the five yeah, G broadband. It'd be a behind the scenes map they use yeah, to right. to do a more specific search yeah. for people because the map on the website is good for general. Oh, it might be me, but then you go in and they'll give you a more precise yeah. precise. No, map but I'm keen to get my parents on it because I, I think um, it'll what be is it a, like seventy bucks a month? Seventy a month. Uh, no, no unlimited contracts. data. Yeah, unlimited data, and it's minimum speed minimum guarantee, 50. fifty megabits per second. So, uh, right, that's that's not that's a pretty good deal, I reckon. If yeah, you, because unlimited yeah. data on fifty on the NBN is probably going to be seventy eighty. Yeah. So it's it's price comparable and, with and the what, NBN. What Optus said is that you don't have to wait for anyone to come and no. you know, connect you. You just got to plug it in they and call find it, it. They call it wow, walk out working. So you walk yeah. out of the store with a box. You just plug it in. It will work. Boom. And there's lights on top of it that actually direct you to the strongest point in the house. Yep. So when all the five lights are illuminated, you found your spot. Put it near and, a window, uh, folks. Yeah, and then you, and then you could then that's got a router involved as well. Which I asked the guys at Optus. I said, "Can can you connect like an Orbi to this?" I said, "Of course you can." So you can take stretch out the, the coverage to your yeah. entire home as well. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm keen to get my mum and dad signed up and write about it. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I think that I like the fact that they are calm about it. 
Yeah. So, and I've always argued that Telstra have gone too hard too soon on 5G. They I've been saying be first, it for a long mate. time, they but they want to. Be first, yeah. That's just a line in the sand thing for yeah. them. Good on them. But, geez, they spent a lot of marketing money on it. They did. But Optus have. See, there's a couple other things. They also mm. announced at the time they're going to stream the English Premier League, some matches, Champions League, some matches, the entire Euro 2020 um, Championship next year in 4K. Yeah. <clears throat> but critically, only Optus 5G customers can get the 4K stream. Yeah. So, and I checked this. I said to Clive Dickens, who's their boss of innovation and all <coughs> yeah, that stuff. digital guy, yeah. I said, so, if I'm an Optus <coughs> home broadband, um, fibre to the home. Which is uh, what I, I'm fibre to the curb. It doesn't is matter, me, but I'm just, going, I'm just going yeah. top of the tree. Yeah. I'm an Optus NBN customer. Spending more than 70 With a months. fetch box, <laughs> Mighty, which does 4K. Yeah. Can I get the 4K? He said no. No. Because... And it, it, like this was just kind of the, the concept I got from him. But essentially, with the 5G network, they control that internet stream oh. right from the Optus broadcast all the way through their network into your house. Right. Whereas with an Optus MBN customer, they control it from the from the broadcast operations centre out, and then it goes into the Then it the goes ether. into the MBN. And yeah. then, then it gets picked up at the final point, the point of interconnect on the MBN for the Optus yeah. back to your home. So there's this big part that they don't control. Right, and they if they can't guarantee it, they're not they're not willing yet to stand by. Now they may come to some agreement where the NBN can can give them some assistance. They're great, but it's not announced yet. Oh. My point is, about time they learnt that because the the World Cup was a disaster for yeah. for Floptus. Yep, and <laughs> that they had to find a way to give a better guarantee quality I, of service. I think that's probably why the World Cup debacle yep. was why they had such a measured approach for the 5G network. Yeah. They didn't want to go in too hard too soon because they could have had their pants pulled down like they did during the World Cup. Yeah. So I think they lesson learned there. And Alan Liu, even at the, at the event that we were at the other day, was kind of mapping out the progress. He was saying, oh, by March next year, there's going to be 1,200 sites. And even commented on the fact that the the feature of 5G, which is the low latency, he said that's not going to come around until 2021. Now, so he's given them plenty of runway to, to get it right. But but he also put, in my mind, put a lot of people off 5G in the interim. Mm. Because he said in 2021, we'll get to the point where it's low latency. Yeah. So why am I getting it now? Yeah. And secondly, he said the next gen of 5G handsets will be will be faster and better. But that's, he's, he's right, though. No, but... It's, but yeah. and, and that's absolutely spot on, but it just yeah. goes to show that we are... You don't need it right now. They're pushing this saying. whole thing too early. This yeah, whole maybe. thing is, is a public... I, they could be building this infrastructure out and then yeah. switch... Like, And you know what? That's what might happen with Vodafone, I reckon. I reckon they'll just wait till 2020, late 2020 at, yeah. the, Optus, at so. the at the Apple launch or something and just go... Pfft. It's on, yeah, right. and it'll be on in many more places or something. Do you know so what I mean? In, like, in it'll just work. September next year when the <laughs> iPhone is 5G. Yeah. But um, if the iPhone's... Yeah, it should be, mate. But the um, the the announcement of the of 5G and then saying, look, the low latency, I don't think many people have got their head around the low latency part of it yet. Like, we're talking, for in ter- as far as, like, direct consumer contact or something like that, we're talking, you know, the whole... Smart city, smart health, and all that—that's kind of the low latency story. Also, gaming. autonomous driving, gaming. Yeah, well, he mentioned that too, and that's exciting as well because he kind of sort of put Xbox and PlayStation out of business almost, saying that you won't even need a console; you just play straight out mm. of the cloud. Yeah, but it takes, like, that's Xbox's business plan is yeah. to have a cloud service that right. you don't need. So, a, need but that, 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 so, but the, you know, you know that the five G connection is going to be solid enough to do it to handle Mate, it. There's no way that'll work. Yeah. In the first year that it's announced, yeah, of course not. No, so that'll It'll be, be rubbish. Yeah, in the next, but we but it's good that they've got like Telstra never sort of laid it out like that, do they? Like it's good that Optus have got a plan. Like they're saying, yeah. right, this is now, 
this is then. And a couple and of honest that. things he was asked about whether it would cost more. He said no. He said at this time it's yeah. included as part of your deal. He didn't rule out charging people extra like yeah, Telstra plan to do. I noticed that. Yeah. But he said because you know he said we have to commercial. It's a commercial. Business. Got to we have to make. It. We got to make, yeah. get our money back for this of course, investment. Of course. Yeah. But I would. Uh, I would but guess I'd, I'd they'll extra, never charge I'd, for it. You reckon? Yeah. Telstra will. They've already stated they're yeah, going to do it. I know, but it. I think that's a bad move. Yeah. So you reckon that the? I don't think people. people I think people are keen for five G. Not that keen. Yeah. But maybe in a year's time when there's... There's you know, no compelling... There's a new Samsung 5G phone. There's a new Mate, iPhone coming up. That there's no... That'll just be all folded into the, all those plans. There's just no compelling need for a consumer use for 5G at this point. Well, I disagree. I reckon that... And he, he brought this up too. Alan Liu was saying that more than 50% of the data on the Optus network is video. Yeah, but how much... So, Mate, I've watched a lot of video on 3G, yeah. let alone 4G. It's not buffering. Yeah. But maybe I'll no, watch 4K the video. The quality on that you're watching is going to improve on the go as well. Like Who's watching 4K video on their mobile? I would if I could. Why? You can't even see it. Yeah, well, possibly. But you, you 4K on a television get, get is useless. Full HD under yeah. 55 inches. Yeah. Yeah, true. But you, it's good to know it's there. <coughs> oh, okay. Good to know it's there when you want it. So when you put the foot down, it's going to be your there's so going to be a response. They've had a good week. The other thing they've announced is, um, and it's just a nice little thing, but it's a roaming plan. And here's yeah. what I like about it: it's a prepaid roaming plan. They've always had these, but they've upped the ante on it. It's a twenty dollar add-on to any of their Epic Data um, prepaid plans. For twenty bucks, you get ten gig of data to use over fourteen. Is it fourteen days? Yes, 14 yeah, over days. Over 14 days. Yeah. So they've extended the amount of time and they've upped they've the amount of data. They've gone from five days to fourteen days. So what that means is. For any any single person listening right now, is you could buy an Optus SIM at the airport, yeah. activate it while you're sitting waiting for your plane, put it in your phone, recharge it with a I think the minimum is forty five or fifty no it's a fifty dollar minimum, uh, with you know twenty eight days expiry, uh, and then add on the twenty no it's thirty actually because I, I worked out it'd be like fifty five total, then add on the twenty dollar bolt on and you've got ten you've got fourteen days of roaming for 10, 10 gigabytes of data. Yeah. Job done. You get home, throw well, the SIM away. It says here that you can activate a $2 SIM via optus.com.au yep. activate and choose a $20 roaming option. Yeah. So, but you've It'll got, be available for activation on the yeah. Optus prepaid You've got to activate data it plan, with right. a data okay. plan. Right, and the data right. plan. So there's some f- 5 and $10 ones or $20 yeah. ones, but they're only 5 and 6 days. So the, the $35 plan is the first 28-day plan. So you activate it for 35 bucks, Then you put the $20 roaming on. You've got 30, 55 bucks. You've got 14 days. Yeah. 10 gig of data. Now, it's, that's more expensive than roaming a Photophone, for example. But for someone who's a Telstra customer or a Kogan customer or someone who doesn't have roaming, yeah. boom, done, this easy, simple. Yeah, totally. So the, this is prepaid. So prepaid. Their, their postpaid roaming pack would be different. Yeah, it's very different. Different equation. Yeah. 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 But what, why do, uh, does it offer the same sort of value as that, though? Like that, yeah, that, that pretty, seems much better value. It's pretty similar mm. because that's you know that doesn't work out to be you know very good value on a daily basis. Yeah. But um, it's not bad. Yeah. I just think it's a good option. And they've included more destinations too, so China, Indonesia, Japan, Malaysia, and Thailand. Yeah, and the, and the big ones, New Zealand, America. And, uh, and already in New Zealand, UK, US, yeah. Singapore, and Hong Kong. So a big week for Optus. Uh, all the details of the 5G launch and their uh, roaming plans are at eftm.com and techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now, you recall oh, a couple of months ago now, I think that Huawei announced the Mate 30 was coming to Australia. Yep. Remember the May 30 yeah, smartphone? Yeah, we went to briefing, yeah. And, uh, well, it's finally, they've given it a, uh, a release date of November 21. And it, have they put a price on it as well? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I think it's, it's a $15.99 is going to be. 
Take your word for it, Stephen. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to find the email. I'm just going to bring up all the all the details at eftm.com. Yeah, and <laughs> this is going to be a phone though that we we and we that no kinda, one will buy. We we sort of we previewed this at the at the time. We said that fifteen ninety nine. This is going to be a phone that's not going to have Google Play Store. It's not going to have the current version of Android. It's going to have an open source version of Android. Yep. No Play Store. No Google apps like. Google Maps or Google Chrome is YouTube part of that as well? Yep. And it'll have its own app store. So the Huawei app store, which will have all your majors, they have your Facebook and Twitters and Instagrams on it, right. but won't have a lot of the others. And there will be a way, I think, if you if you're so dedicated to this brand and getting this phone, which by the way is currently the top ranked phone in the world for photography. Yeah. So it's uh, it's got some solid credentials there. So if you're really keen to get it, uh, there is a way around this issue. So that you'll be able to maybe sideload the Google Play Store and these other apps. But it's going to take a bit of work, and I'm not sure whether customers are going to be willing to do that, go to that kind of trouble. You know, so they're going to sell it at authorised experience stores, Moby City, and select Happy Tell stores. That's a massive downgrade from Telstra Optus and Vodafone, yeah. who stocked the P30 Pro earlier so in the kind year. So it's kind of indicative, eh, that the telcos aren't touching it with a 10 As I wrote, just yeah. the day after that briefing for that phone, um, Huawei are in big trouble in Australia, mm. because they can't break into the network space because of the government. They've been kicked out of the consumer space because of the dramas with the US, not through their own fault, we should be very clear. Um, and the telcos won't touch them with a barge pole, and the telcos is where they've had their strongest growth. Yeah. Because this was the first year, the P30 Pro earlier in the year was the first time was hammering it. Yep. That, that all the telcos had stocked their phone. They did it like it was a Samsung or an Apple Correct. phone. Exactly right. They were, they and now were they've right all there. run a million miles from And they've just gone a 180 on them And now. it's because of the consumer risk, mate. They can't guarantee warranty over it. They can't yeah. guarantee uh, uh, security updates. They just can't guarantee it. And yeah. so they don't want the they don't want the tech support but drama. You talk to Huawei though, and they insisted, oh, there'll be security updates. It's all good, I you know, business as usual. Of course, they're going to say that. Yeah. And, and look, no denying the quality of the hardware. The hardware looks no, no, fantastic. No. The phone no, looks absolutely. the phone looks brilliant. Camera, as we said, is being ranked voted the best camera ever on a phone. So it's it's just such a pity that this great hardware, this great device, is going to be we're going to get shortchanged with it in terms of the. The limits that has been put on it. Yeah, I um I don't disagree, and I have always been a massive supporter of Huawei because yeah. all the rumours and silly dramas that have gone on, I've still never ever seen a piece of evidence that proves anything that's exactly been exactly right. Yeah, and that's all I ask for. All and, I want is a piece of evidence. Yeah, uh, and so the it's fact all, that they've been just stuck fear in the, the middle moment. middle of a of a trade war with the US is sad because they've done such great work here in Australia. So. My problem is I don't know how they recover from it, even even after a trade ban gets lifted and all those things. So, yeah, I think it's it's a real sad. Yeah, and the the it's got a quad like a camera too, the one that was voted the best by DxOMark. Yeah. So two forty megapixel sensors, uh, and it's also got a six point five three inch screen, forty watt wired charging, which is yeah. the fastest I've ever heard of. Uh, Kirin nine ninety chipset, which is I think that's the the upgrade from the P thirty Pro. And 4,500 milliamp hour battery. Mate, all really? those features, you would drool over those features. And yet it's going to not have this other stuff that we that we want. Like users. Yeah. Well, well, I'm keen to get this. I want to review it. Oh, I've got I no want to get it. And just to 
put it through its paces as is, and then try to 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 sideload all that other stuff mm. to make it like a regular Android phone. Oh, I admire you for doing that, but no one's yeah. going to buy it. Well, I think what Huawei, and I'm assuming what they're banking on, is that people looking at the feature set, the hard, actual device itself, that they that they take a punt on it, that they want to use. Yeah. If, look, if if a you can't you can't have the Google Play Store, which means you can't get certain apps. But all the top apps will be there. You, if if it's social media, you'll have Facebook, Instagram, and all that. I remember looking at it on the phone at the time. Yeah, you can get all those major apps. So there are some, of course, you won't be able to get like dating apps and some of those other apps. But you can still use this as a phone. It just won't have a couple of those key features. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I want to. I want to use it as my daily driver when it when it's out, and say, well, okay, here's what I what I missed. I wished this would have had happened, or had have had this. Just want to see how an average user. and I consider myself an average user in terms of the Android phone. Yep. I want to see if it can be if you can pull it off. Now, the other news in smartphones this week um, was quite yeah. interesting to me. It was a price drop. Yes. The LG V50 dual screen 5G phone. Now, uh, gosh. When did we when did we have this? I feel like it was it was the very start June, of June when when Telstra we went traveling. 5G. I just remember we were travelling in San Francisco when I reviewed it. So yeah, yeah so I think we were at the Dub Dub DC. Dub That's when it was. Yeah, I had yes. Yeah, the stick I, was I, with I, me. Yes. Yeah. So the LG V50, and I wrote in my original review, it's it's two hundred dollars too much. It was it yeah. was seventeen twenty nine or something like that, and I thought at fourteen nine nine it'd be great. Fifteen nine nine palatable. Uh, but fourteen nine nine was where I thought it should sit, because it was going up against the Galaxy S ten five G and the Oppo Reno, and and I think for an average consumer walking in, getting the option of an of an LG over an Oppo, just on brand awareness alone, they take yeah. the LG. Plus, think, it had this yeah. cool dual screen capability. That's what I think they were <clears> banking on. People would sort of it had set it apart a little bit. So they've reduced the price from one thousand seven hundred twenty eight dollars by four hundred and thirty two dollars to twelve hundred ninety six. It's now wow. $1,296. And you still get the second screen? Yes. Wow. Didn't they just release an update of this in the US? Isn't there another the version of this? G8 has, has a dual screen, yep. Right. So, but oh, this, this is the yeah. V50. This V50, is the right. 5G phone. This works on the Telstra network. Yeah. This has got the dual screen. And the dual screen, by the way, is a case. So you don't have to use it. You can just use it as a normal phone. And when you want the dual screen, you can clip it on. Yeah. I said um, in my review, on its own, might not have attracted much attention. But with that dual screen accessory... It certainly gives a lot more appeal to customers. It's twelve hundred bucks, thirteen hundred, twelve ninety six. Yeah. It's a drop down from seventeen twenty. Let's be clear. Has any in, other five G company reduced the price? No. Any anyone else? That it? indicates they're not selling. Yeah, which is sad for LG. You but know what? I reckon LG are really, um, they are the really sad that their devices don't get more attention because by, they're customers. mate. They're, they are really good. Mate, think about it. Was it the G five? I think had an yeah. ultra wide lens. This. That's yeah. like four years ago. Yeah. And, and They've Apple's been really just innovative, this, yeah. Right? They make exactly. great phones. And yeah. in the US, they do very well. Yeah. So just we're bra- just... Brand-wise, I, I don't think they're uh, they're very underrated. I've always said that whenever I've reviewed LG phones. I, 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 think, th- I think it's something to do with the way underrated. the telcos operate. Yeah. I think it's something to do with the way the telcos sell their space in their stores. Yeah. I think there's a whole way that, that it operates where companies pay big bucks for the Samsung, front placement. da 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 yeah. And Telstra doesn't try yeah. to push other brands. Now, 
Why would they? Because it doesn't yeah. matter to them. They're just phone song. People are so on their network. The they don't care. Is going through, uh, and this is still available through Telstra. This yeah, this is selling through Telstra at that price because uh, it's five G. But uh, that the other is it available through JB Hi-Fi and all that as well? Or not? So, it's no. only just through Telstra. Yeah, yeah wow. See, so they've sort of they've hit a bit of a funnel there, right? Eh? Yeah, but you know, it's, I mean, it's all well and good to sell through JBs, but you know, what's selling at JBs is probably not. Yeah, it's like four hundred dollars. Your phones, top yeah. end people are buying outright phones, top end there, yeah. but they're buying their bottom, the bottom to mid yeah, range. The cheap, the, the uh, affordable mid mid entry to mid tiers. Yeah, yeah, wow. So look, I, 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 I didn't mind this phone though. I, quite, I thought it was a great I, phone. I quite liked it. I, I I'd keep it as just. A, see, here's the thing: at thirteen hundred bucks. It's a good mm. price for the phone itself, and just keep the keep the yeah. second screen for like a little the, while, you know. If you like your gaming and everything, I reckon it's a good gaming phone because mm. it, you can do little. You can split the screen so the top screen is the actual the action, and the bottom screen are the controls. Yeah. And if more developers though can develop for it, which uh, that's the other challenge, but yeah. even, anyway. even for productivity, it's if, it's not quite a Galaxy Fold, but it's it it mate, actually gives you more room. I'd take to move. this over the Galaxy Fold. Wow, big statement. Because you get more, you get more space, and it's a lot cheaper. It's half the price. Yeah, and also, it well. can just be a normal phone on some yeah, days. Whereas when you Galaxy want to. Fold, you're stuck with this cumbersome thing. Yeah. So no, yeah. I think it's a good one. So uh, check it out. The details are at eftm.com, and it's available the uh, V50 5G at a great new discounted price at Telstra stores. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear. Netgear has a wide range of all the best and latest networking gear for your home and small business. Uh, and when we speak of the home, we speak of things like the Nighthawk. Now, uh, the Nighthawk is a cracking piece of technology that will provide Wi-Fi uh, at huge speeds. You've now got, um, they've released their first Wi-Fi 6 extender. Now, Wi-Fi 6 is something new. It's something that not a lot of devices have, but it's at least future-proofing yourself. So if you're looking to buy um, Wi-Fi at this point for your home, you need to contemplate Wi-Fi 6 because it'll actually create uh, a greater range for your devices. Uh, how you can have more devices connected and, as I said, you're future-proofing yourself. You're future-proofing yourself. Got it at my place. Very nice. Yeah, and my, my Wi-Fi 6 network is called Lando after Lando Calrissian. Who the hell's Lando he Calrissian? Because he was pretty fast. In the millenni- he, he was the original owner of the Millennium Falcon. Just, just get rid of Stephen. It's just, uh, just unbelievable. He just has to talk Star Wars no, mate, I've turned you down. No one can hear you. It's just, it's embarrassing. Um, you've got too many Wi-Fi. Mate, I'm turning you down. No, oh. Yeah, because Wi-Fi 6 is important too because a lot of the latest devices have Wi-Fi 6 compatibility now, yeah, yeah. including the latest iPhone. It's unbelievable. So if you're connecting Wi-Fi 6 to a Wi-Fi 6 router, woohoo! look out. Woohoo! Lando, baby! <laughs> Lando. Uh, you can read all about Netgear's range of uh, Wi-Fi 6 devices at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Uh-huh. Apple TV. Yes. Now, here's the thing. Before we talk content, yes. let's talk about it as a service. Yes. The service itself is difficult to compare because it, it has no comparison. This is not a Netflix rival. Mm. This is not a Stan rival. This won't be a Disney Plus rival. Yeah. This is simply a subscription add-on service because, mate, if you get rid of Netflix and get Apple TV, in a month you'll be like, "Is that it? Is yeah. that it? Yeah." Like, there's like nine shows. Someone said they launched. Two of them are kids shows. Someone worked it out. There's 35 hours of content right now. Yeah. To, at the at launch, there was 35 hours of content, which you could get through in a weekend, couldn't you? Get through that in like a day and two, a half. Three days. Yeah. So it's a it's a problem, and especially when you look at it. So my kids watched Snoopy in Space straight away. Yeah. Loved it, but the next kids show was too young for them. So that, there was literally 12 episodes done, finished. There's wow. nothing more for they them to watch. They binged it already. Boom. 
Like two days, it was gone. Yeah, like they're they're well, like eight-minute episodes. I'm a big Peanuts fan. So Peanuts is Snoopy. I'm aware. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Brown, the whole team, they're all, yeah, all there. It. It's, and great. it's very well done. Yeah. But so, so the thing is, people say, what, what's it like? I say value for money-wise, it's, it's appalling. Like it's not very good value. Yeah. Because what I looked it at it. Seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine. Most you, people are free if you buy free. an iPhone. Or something most there. people who bought a phone in the last uh, few months are getting it for free or a for, for a year. Isn't it if you buy yeah, an AirPod, Mac, AirPods Pro or something? I don't like know or? if AirPods Pro, but so if you buy a Mac, anything. an iPad, or, iP- or, or, or an, an iPhone, iPhone, you're good. Yeah. Now, so if you're getting it free, love it, use it, excellent. But yeah. if you've got Netflix and or Stan, you, it's not going to replace them. Here's my thing: it's seven ninety nine. If if you're if you're a binger, then they're, they've been very smart. They're, they're not allowing all of their shows to be binged. They're, they're drip-feeding yeah, some of the best shows. Yes, they are. Which means you need it for a few months to watch it all. Now, the kind of shows like Morning Wars, uh, C, and, and For All Mankind, for example. Yeah, I've seen. As, yeah. as high-quality yeah, TV shows, in iTunes, they'd be like 29 bucks, mm. Right? I think you'd be better off just the buying, buying the series out. I, see, I'm sitting here going, why didn't they just sell these shows? Why don't they just make the Morning Wars available as a $29 show and, and have people buy it? But just make gotta, content, right? You've got to remember that. This is just the start, though, mate. Correct. Now, there's some good some good stuff coming through. Did you see yeah, the... but it's, it's not there now. And, and you know, but you it, get one it, bite of the come, cherry with a lot of people. It's like Field of Dreams, mate. If you build it, they will come. Yes, but the problem is field, you build, they built a beautiful stadium ready to go. Yeah. Apple TV is like we put in two tiers of seating... And trust me, in the next couple of years, we're <laughs> going to build a whole grandstand. And you know what? You know what confuses you me? me too. Yeah, I understand. I know where you're coming from. But the, with with the uh, the app itself as well, like if you're watching it on Apple TV, which I've got Apple TV 4K, and I'm watching it through that, and it's mixed in with everything else. It's mixed in with my iTunes movies, and and so it's. There is a little icon that says Apple TV, but it sort of says up next, and it's got Morning Wars, and it's got the Martian movie, or whatever. You know, Last Jedi, all my latest stuff that I've watched, yeah. and it's it's kind of just all lumped into one app. See, it's a bit different here in Australia too, because I think Apple TV as an app overseas is much more fulfilling because they have the integration with the streaming services. Uh, but it's interesting. So I did a thing the other day. I was trying to work out costs of things, right? So I'm in Apple TV and I search for Madam Secretary. We love that show. I haven't watched it for years, so we, we should get back into it. Search for it in Apple TV, and it comes up with a link to Ten All Access. So oh. you can click it and get in and subscribe to and Ten watch All it Access, there, right? right? I thought, oh, I bought this. before. How much is Ten All Access? I don't know, nine bucks yeah. a month or something. Yeah, and then I bought this before. And I went, hang on, so I went out of that app and went into the iTunes app and I searched for Madam Secretary. It's available to buy at you know twenty four ninety nine. Never told you that in Apple TV. No, because Apple TV is about giving you access to all the streaming and subscription services. Oh. It's not looking at my library. It's not looking to upsell you straight away. It's not their first port of call. It's a very interesting kind of balance that, that it's trying to play. So you just, so iTunes, where did you... So you, so, I went into I, so I went into iTunes to, to search for Madam Secretary. I could buy it. In Ma- If I search for Madam Secretary in Apple TV, it so offered to send me to 10 All Access. So you, you've got a computer that has isn't Catalina. So you went to an old an old iTunes. It's iTunes, on my phone. Okay. Through, uh, through the... Just an iTunes. iTunes store. Okay. Just search the iTunes store. And that's still store. Got, got, got video content in there. Yeah. Okay. Look at this. Madam Secretary, iTunes store. There they are. All the episodes, yeah, well. season. I can buy a whole season, forty four ninety nine for a whole season. with a lot of episodes in a season, yeah. 20 episodes, uh, of, of Madam Secretary. If I open the Apple TV app and search for Madam Secretary. So here we go. Madam Secretary. Here we go. Boom. Look at this. 
it comes up and says play episode. And what it wants to do is it wants to send me to um, 10 All Access. 10 All Access, yeah. wow. See, there it is, how to watch. But wow. down here, there is an option to buy it, but it's it's just... It's the highlight is is just yeah, playing right. it. The highlight is just watching it. <clears throat> well, let's, well, why don't we so, talk about the con- the actual content now? So, that, uh, to, so my only yeah, just in summary, yep. it's a lot of money for a very very small number of shows, and and as I said on AFTM, like no one's going to write Apple off. They've got the time and the yeah. money to to play this thing yeah. out, but they've got to be careful that people don't buy it and go. Well, this is there's not enough here. Yeah, but, but I think though initially their initial offering. Very high quality pro- programs. Mate, it's really high, slick quality. Um, Morning Wars. I'm really enjoying it. Joe and I. That's that's our new show. We'll decide that's we're going to watch them all together. And she loved it, and me too. I, I thought, and it was. I think you could play the best drinking game in the world for every time you see an Apple product in it because yeah. <laughs> everyone's got an iPhone 10 and a Mac, and it, yeah, it's yeah. a Apple product placement's pretty solid in it. Um, but I'm really surprised with um, Jennifer Aniston. She's certainly out of you know from Friends, and she's never really been to me a serious actress. Yeah, and she's absolutely smashing it in this. She in episode in the third episode where she's at the boardroom table talking to all the men, mm. all the bosses of the stu- of the company, and absolutely nailed that. So I said to my wife, I said that she'll get an Emmy nomination for this. She'll be nominated for an Emmy for Best Actress in a Drama Series mm. for this. Mate, acting's excellent. Yeah. Production is amazing. Yeah, it's and it's very well done the, overall. The director's Mimi Leader, who's like a feature film director, like director some big movies like I, Deep Impact. I guess Impact, my problem movies. with it is, I just it's I want to get into the actual Morning Wars. I want to get into the, yeah. the battle to make this show num- stay number one over yeah. the other one. I, I, I want to get into the politics yeah. of, of the show and the, and the producers versus the host and all that stuff. It's three yeah. episodes. So how many episodes are going to be in season one? Is it ten? Uh, yeah, ten. They've got t- three out already. There's three They've out. They've already confirmed a season two, by the way. Great. Confirmed it. Yeah. Well, they, they couldn't not. Yeah. I mean, it's Apple. Mate, they'll just throw money at this thing. It's no, This is I, why... I, Net- I think it's high quality. I really like it. it. Mate, it's very high quality. Yeah. I just... I was getting bored with the whole political me too. No, mate. I didn't mind it. I didn't it took mind three it. episodes to tell us... And we still don't know why she's not sleeping with her husband. I yeah. just It's just too... That's weird. Dragging stuff on. Right, just make a point. Tell, what, tell me what it is. What else have you watched? So, we watched Snoopy. It was excellent. Just yep. if you've got kids, it's really yep. good. The the Sesame Street show, which I can't remember, The Helpers or something. Yeah. My kids, so I turned it on. It's for really young Victoria kids. Victoria goes, well, this is just a ripoff of Odd Squad. Ooh. So, it's very similar. Burned. And Jackson <laughs> goes, is this Sesame Street? Is this a ripoff of Sesame Street? I said it's made by the same people. Yeah. So, that's for very young kids. So, again, that's my problem. That's just one yeah. thing there for, for mid-age kids. Um. I haven't watched C because it's C, not my great. story. great. I've seen the episode one. I'm keen to it's get... It's not my kind of thing. Mate, yeah. I am struggling to do work because all mankind... Is that right? Is I haven't watched that yet. Out of this world. That's on my list too. Mate. Yeah. That's good. This afternoon, out of this world, I like it. Listen, you're sick. <laughs> Close your laptop. Just yeah. watch... Mate, watch the first two episodes. I will. No, turn I'll definitely over the weekend. I'll smash third it. Third episode, it, ta- it takes... Because so for those who don't know what it's it about, it's an alternate reality show where Russia beats America to the moon. Yeah. And it's all, yeah, I'm, see, I'm really keen to see it. I said this to Bowen yesterday. C, the, the show with um, yeah. what's Jason Momoa, is, is, doesn't feel like reality to me. I know it's a future reality, but it doesn't yeah. feel like reality. Whereas this, an alternate reality is palatable to me. I can understand yeah. it, you know. I think mate, they were trying is, with C, they were trying to capture the Game of Thrones crowd. Mate, Yeah. honestly, for all mankind, 
is excellent. It's probably one of the best shows I've watched in a very, very long time. I'll, really, I'll is. be watching it. There was uh, also a the trailer. Way, the way they've produced it, and I won't spoil much, but the way they've produced it with using archival footage of presidents and different voiceovers is unfrigging. Like after a while, you go, "What is real?" Yeah, like, wow. That's did cool. that happen? That's like cool. it's excellent. Yeah, really good. I, I saw they released the trailer for the new series by M. Night Shyamalan, you know, the guy who did yeah. Sixth Sense, like great director and yep. writer. The show of his is called Servant. And the trailer played like a movie, but it's actually a series where uh, this uh, couple who have a tragedy uh, hire a, a nanny. And you find out in the trailer that the tragedy is that their child died. Oh, great. But they, what the woman does to stay sane is to buy an ultra-realistic doll so that she still thinks she's got a child oh, and employs this move. nanny to look after it. Best nanny job in the world. Yeah, like, like it's, it's, it's typical, it a typical M. Night Shyamalan, like Sixth Sense. Have you I've never seen yeah, Sixth yeah. Sense? And, and all, no, these no, twists, all these twists in his stories. Mate, have I shown you the comedy awesome. bit about Sixth Sense? No. <sighs> Nate Barga- Bargazi. Yeah. Does an unbelievable... Oh, yeah, I know the I've one. Yeah, he goes, bit, hasn't he? Yes, he was all dead the whole time. He goes, the movie's 20 years old. If you haven't seen <laughs> yeah, it, it's your fault. Because he does like a spoiler. Like he's, yeah, yeah, he's, he says, spoiler listen, alert. I don't need to do a spoiler. <laughs> but the best part about it is he, he's talking about the relationship between the husband and the wife and how your wife doesn't talk to you when she's angry at you. And he goes, what we don't realise is... That was that's what the story was all about. It was just about how his his wife wasn't talking to him. We didn't we we actually believed he yeah. was alive because we could believe that yeah. she wouldn't talk to him she was for a whole him. movie. She ghosted him, <laughs> literally. It was excellent. Anyway, yeah, well, um, no, that, that looks pretty good. Servant by M Night Shyamalan. Uh, there's other stuff coming up, like some great documentaries as well, and there's also Oprah's Book Club. So they've got some pretty heavy hitters in there. I know, but they when when Oprah and was was there at the launch in March. It was like she was making docos and stuff. Where are they? I mean, sorry, but if you're going to do this, yeah, you've got to go ready. hard. And, mate, have in March, ready. everyone was saying, what other content are they going to be? And, frankly, Apple couldn't answer that question. Yeah, They were like, oh, no, there'll be other stuff. So we assumed that all their movie contacts and stuff with the iTunes library uh, would come in and you'd be able to watch everything. Yeah, mate, there's nothing it's not, there. No, you're right. You're seven ninety nine. Your seven ninety nine gets you just the shows we've talked about. Yeah. Don't get you nothing else. Oh, there's a longer list of, of shows. Like there's some others that are. There's bugger all. I wouldn't watch some of the other ones, but. But that's my point. Is it's, it's got a wide appeal. You, mate, you look yeah. at what's what's new this week on Netflix. Is yeah, longer no, than this. There's 15 shows. That's right. Yeah, you're right. But you know what? It's early days, mate. Oh, I, and like you said, don't ever underestimate Apple. Because no, not at all. They, they've got. I reckon they've got a lot of pull in the entertainment industry. Where there'll be there'll be some solid announcements mate, coming. The biggest up thing about shows. this will be all these people, like Adam Sandler, were kind of trailblazer there. But all these people, whether they're comedians, actors, or, or producers, or writers, getting big bucks from Netflix. Well, now they've got a second camp to negotiate with. Oh yeah. Can, can you imagine yeah. the money in Absolutely. Hollywood right now? Yeah, Forget the They'd movie be industry. For the content, yeah. yeah, the movie industry is still doing very well, making big movies. But yeah. the big money is 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 here. Episodic TV, and the, and there are there are going to be movies, eh, on on Apple TV, like made know. for Apple TV movies. Are there? Yeah, there will be. Yeah, not just documentaries, but actual like movies. Anyway, yeah. uh, I, I've given my thoughts. Stephen's given his. Uh, if you want to give us your thoughts, go to uh, Twitter. Hit us up at Stephen Fennick, at Trevor Long. Hashtag Ziggy Zag. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Now, uh, Apple has uh, always made a big deal about privacy and customer protection. Yeah. And they've just launched uh, the new section of their website that actually outlines all the new features for customers and 
they've also released a series of white papers as well about how you know if your that your privacy is protected, like things like your location, signing into apps, and all these various things. And I don't think I can recall a time or any other company that's actually outlined how every aspect of your privacy is protected whenever you're using an Apple product. Yeah. So Apple very much on the front foot. I think the famous quote from Tim Cook is that privacy is a fundamental human right. So it makes it's no wonder the company he leads has really doubled down here and sort of outlined all the new features, the new privacy features, which since iOS 13, iPad OS 13, and the new operating systems on the Mac, and even on your watch, have now given customers even better protection. Mm. Best one, I, the, the one that, that comes to mind immediately is sign-in with Apple, which is, though, now it's at a WWDC, do you remember? I've had like three apps use it now. Yeah, all yeah. oh, right, so that's good. So what it basically means is anyone who's ever downloaded an app where it says sign in with Facebook, sign in with Google, email address, and you're thinking, okay, so here's another company that's going to have my email address and all my information. So what Apple has come up with is a sign in with Apple feature where it just generates a random email that represents, so you can hide your email address and Apple will give you uh, a random address so that you can still get all the correspondence and be forwarded back to you, but the app or the website will never, ever know your real email address and all your details. So that less risk of, of it being shared with other third parties and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So I think it's going to it's gonna have an effect, I think, where developers will be keen to include it because I think it, more customers will be willing to take on their service it is, without um, risk. It is frictionless. So I've yeah. done it. I've done it. I've seen it three times on. I've used it twice. Yep. Each time I've gone, yeah, no, I don't want to use my email address. So I mean, yeah. I so you get the option. Care, but you can choose yeah, it if you, you want You can to. say, I want to use or hide mine. email. Yeah. Uh, I want to use this one that you know about me. I want you to create one or I want to write one in on my own. Because yeah. a lot of people, and I get this with competition entries. You would have seen this as well. Yeah. Like that one iPhone off me recently. Um, his email address had the word comp in it. Oh. That was his initials and comp. Ooh. And so he uses that address just for competition entries, oh, which smart. is smart, right? Smart. You just check it every couple of weeks and check if there's anything going on. Uh-huh. And also any spam there, you, you don't get it in your private one. So yeah, very smart, smart way smart. to go. Yeah, but absolutely. That's what this essentially does. Because you can log in and you go, you know what? I, I don't want this service yeah. anymore. You just disconnect the service. And, and then when you want to when you want to get rid of it, you, you don't have to unsubscribe or anything. You just you just you can just un- you can just kill Click it the button. From, from the from the button there. So that's pretty handy. Uh, the other thing they talked about too is um, your photos. When you're sharing photos, there's a lot of metadata that you can that is on your photograph. Yeah. So you can now, when you share an image, remove the location, and also the photos metadata when you share it. Yeah. So that that's I think a lot of people may be unaware of that. That location can tell a lot about you. Actually, speaking about location, they also said that location services, Apple will again give you more control. So rather than them knowing exactly where you are. At that moment, there's a, there's like a they give you a wider range, it's like a grid rather than you being a specific place, and they also to allow you if there's an app that's tracking you, it'll always pop up and say, do you want to allow this while using? Allow once or not at all? So I'm going to tell you my problem with that because it's it's a great new feature that means that you can have always allow doesn't need to be on for everything, yeah. right? Only allow when using, for example, is a yeah. good one. But, mate, it has caused chaos in my family with Life360, which is our tracking app, the way we can find uh, each other. Yeah, we all know what's going on. Because yep. that pop-up comes up, and it, it comes up at the worst time when you're busy doing something. It comes yeah. up with a map with all the dots on it that show you when it's been tracking. 
and it, and it, and you've got options. It's it kind of tries to push you towards only while using app, and then if you already had it set for always allow, you can choose that again. But my wife keeps pushing whatever the default is, which is only while using app. So we've got no location tracking going on anymore oh. until she opens the app and, and realizes that. Damn. Now, as it's a also, parent, uh, yeah, that, that's, that could be a hassle. Yeah. That's frustrating because yeah. you don't want your kids turning that stuff off. Yes. The whole point of it. Yeah. But it just starts a conversation. But it just it's. When you when I have said always allow okay I know it's tracking yeah. I've said it leave me just alone keeps asking you yes uh, and the other issue too is with your tile app if you've got tile yes. that's tracking you constantly too and you've had to allow that a few you've times. got to allow it you got to yeah. keep bloody allowing it uh, but isn't it amazing <coughs> the other thing they did in iOS 13 was allow a, a Bluetooth thing it's like you install Netflix and it says Netflix wants your Bluetooth I'm like what do you want my bloody Bluetooth for yeah. no like so many apps want Bluetooth access no yeah. it's really interesting yeah right. The uh and they also they've expanded the Find My services now. Very good. So when so you can find a device. So say I've left my laptop somewhere, yeah. and it's not connected to the internet. You, I can still find it by by sending out Bluetooth signals. So and yeah. it can be detected by so nearby Apple what devices. What they've done is they've, like they've built in tile yeah. to Apple devices, including the the laptops. Yeah. Which means so if you if you leave it here and you you didn't connect to my Wi-Fi network at the office. Yeah. Just my phone being here would yep. allow you uh, anonymously, and you wouldn't even know no. that it's happening. Exactly, the same Apple as time. doesn't know that it's happening. The only person who knows it's happening is me. Which is exactly why yeah. I still think the rumor of Apple releasing a tile-like yeah. product is strong as all hell. Absolutely. Well, well, do they would they need to do it if you can do yeah. that? Yeah, I, I would think you need to. Yeah, but a t- like tile keyring trackers, yeah. we put that. We've got those on every key. Yeah, and I think they would sell. In bucket loads, if Apple was selling them, just because it's yeah. Apple. Couple more quick ones. Safari now has protects your user privacy, and you can. It's got intelligent tracking prevention. So you know, if you Google, say I googled Star Wars or whatever, right? Everywhere I look on every social media, all these other places is going to be. I'm going to be served that up. So if you're searching for a particular product or something, and you're going to see it everywhere, this prevents that as well. So uh, you can also block that. That's the that's the cookie-based tracking which you can block. You can also prevent advertisers and sites from creating an online fingerprint of you. So you know how uh, they can track what sort of device you're using in your browser configuration and that, and sort of build up a little profile just from that data. So you can also prevent that. Uh, and with Siri, this is an important one too. That's the digital voice assistant and Siri. Apple admitted that yes. We collect, if you allow us, we listen to everything you ask Siri anonymously. So it's not like they're listening to me. They're just listening to a customer. Um, and just to try to perfect and the voice. improve the voice. So they, they, they yeah. stopped that because of all the controversy around everyone doing it, Google, Amazon, and Apple. Yeah. But they've just reintroduced it because you'll get the pop-up again. Now, it'll, it'll yeah, it's kind do of you a want to allow? That's yeah. right. So now, you, if, if, if you don't want that, you can always say no. And Apple will never know who you are. It's never associated with an Apple ID. So it wouldn't say, you know, that's Stephen Fennick's voice. It's Let's listen, listen to him. And you're not, I, kind of I never saw this as a genuinely big story because I know random people were listening. And But, again, they didn't know who you were unless you had a really recognisable voice. But, it's, mate, how else are these things going to get better? Absolutely. How else is yeah. a voice system going to get better unless it can listen to a few few queries and understand totally why right. I got it wrong? Yep. Now, the other thing, just quickly, about privacy, um, Apple Maps, uh, and again, at Dub Dub, they announced the yep. look-around feature of Apple Maps. This is epic. If you've got your iPhone, um, have a look at uh, uh, San Francisco or LA. I think there's one other city. It might be New York. Um, and there's a set of binoculars that come up when you, when you go close to a map, and you can do this look-around. It's like Street View, 
but they've yeah. done it just just slightly so better. S- smooth, it's eh? smoother. You can like watch a movie. go from one place to another. It's, it is like watching a movie. So there are Apple Maps cars now on the streets of Australia. Wow. Um, they're going to have... You been, saw them? They're going to have been in all eight states and territories by the end of 2020. Yeah, nice. Um, but they, mate, it'll take years to get... It'll take years to get it done because there's a lot of driving, a lot of mapping required. But if you see one, it'll be a white. I can tell you right now, it'll be a white, white. car, little Naturally Subaru, being most, Apple. most likely a Subaru. It'll have Apple Maps uh, written on the on the rear uh, side windows, and obviously that big tall uh, tower kind the of camera, camera on top. Yeah, right. um, so you can't miss them. And uh, we'd love to get a photo. If you see one, take a photo yeah, and send, send it, it to it, us. Tweet it to us. Um, but uh, all the details of Apple's privacy is at techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Two blokes proudly supported by our mates at Uniden, and they make a whole range of terrific dash cams, and a great time of year to consider a dash cam if you haven't already got one. The iGo Cam 85R is a great place to start. For It is a 4K, one of the only 4K dash cams you can buy. It has a 4K video resolution, which means you can see a lot more cars, makes, models, faces, number plates, that added detail could mean the difference in your claim or maybe a police matter. You've got some some video to contribute. There's also a rear camera. That's full HD. But you can also turn it into a re- reversing camera if you don't already have one. The front camera's got an ultra-wide 160-degree view, so it catches plenty. Uh, and on the device itself, it's got a 2.4-inch LCD color screen that brings up your speedo display and... It also gives you speed and red light camera warnings. There was some talk earlier this week about the government removing warning signs about speed cameras. So having a device like the Uniden iGo Cam 85R will give you that warning even without those signs. It'll tell you when you're coming up to one of those cameras. So keep an eye out for that one. There's also parking mode. This is really important too because this the, the camera stays powered in your car. So you might be in the shopping center, in doing your shopping, watching a movie. If someone backs into your car and does the bolt without relieving a note, the parking mode in 4K can show you that vehicle and be able to, you be able to easily distinguish their number plate and report them. So really good protection right there. The iGo Cam 85R, check it out, uniden.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Uh, Stephen, really, a couple of quick ones, let's be honest, because we've, we've breached the hour with 15 minutes of Seinfeld oh at the God. start. $4,000 gets you an 85-inch Hisense TV, ULED. Go big or Mate, go home. That's a great price. Was, uh, awesome. The RRP is four two nine nine, but it's already at good guys. JB and Harvey's yeah. at three nine nine five, three nine nine nine. Yep, yep. Um, eighty five inch, and I got to be honest, this is the closest I've been to being tempted. Yeah, I, I was thinking four the same, grand, yeah. mate. Like I was sitting at home yesterday. I was watching. Uh, do you know what I watched? I watched yesterday the movie. Good movie, yeah. yeah. Uh, With got a guy where box. only one guy remembers. the I, I remember seeing the trailer for that first time yeah, and going, oh, I want to see this. And you know what? Smart, I loved it. It was a really movie, good movie. If you're if you're not a Beatles fan, you will be after that. Yeah, um, it was excellent. And I was sitting there looking at. We got a sixty-five inch TV on the wall at home, similar, the same size as this one here in the yeah. office, and I just went. 85 would fit here. <laughs> fit here real good. Yeah. And I just thought, mate, that, that's the go. Yeah. Four so whenever grand. I watch a movie, I watch it in my theatre. Of course. So yeah. I'm, a, that be, I'm just used to having a big screen and, and it'll eventually, that is going to have to happen outside as well in the lounge room. Well, we've got a 65 inch as well. Yeah. But yeah, having knowing that there's TVs out there this size. like, wow. Don't you feel like there's been a radical shift in pricing in the last six months? Yeah. Like I don't think... 
a year ago, you get a 75 for four grand. Yeah. I just feel like the prices have been driven dramatically down. And I think the same too, like the appetite for bigger TVs has just grown out of sight in the last 12 months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only in the last year where people are thinking, what, 65? No, I want 75. How many, uh, the number of emails I've received this year in the last 12 months, people saying, oh, I want a 75 inch TV. It's not 65 anymore. No. 75 is the entry level size that they yeah. want. And now here we go, 85. Yeah, and this so this is their this is their series slick, seven slick looking. TV it's running too. the VDU operating yep. system. It's got all the the full, smarts built into it. Full array backlight, and it's actually like the number of zones on this is actually pretty epic compared to the others. Yeah. They don't talk about it, but it's definitely heavily zoned in terms of the backlighting. So the blacks would be great. Mono, Dolby oh, Vision pfft. HDR. Wow, it's also got, also got Dolby Atmos on board as well. Yeah. So uh, anyway, and, and it looks pretty nice too. Like it's uh, pretty pretty. Yeah, I think on design. a stand that's a beautiful yeah. stand. But I'd be getting that puppy on a wall as quick as you, you think can. So yeah, It'd be a solid wall to put that one on. Well, yeah, I wouldn't do it myself. Yeah. I'd get Universal Home Theaters to come in and oh, really and install Ooh, that. Nice plug for you, good mate. People. Good on you, mate. <laughs> Snuck a plug in there. Good mate. people, mate. Three hundred bucks it cost me to get my TV mounted on the wall. Three hundred done. The whole like. Yeah, and that's dropping, with the dropping the cables down the wall, the whole thing. The whole thing. thing. Yeah, wow. It was and that's including the bracket. Yes. That's that's a remarkable Like, it price. was excellent. I, no I, like I gave him a plug. I did it and wrote an article about it. It was that good. Wow. I just went, that is amazing. Jeez. Because it's a prick of a job. Yeah. Let's be honest. It's hard, yeah. Like, unless you I've done it. Really I've done it in my office at home, yeah. So, I've since moved it up because the generation, it's a very first world problem, but, yeah. you know, having upgrading a TV every year, as we luckily get to do sometimes, yeah. the Samsung TV went from having mounts... In, in the top part to the bottom part. Uh, so the friggin' thing looked complete. So I had to actually move them. too low. Yeah, it was the other way around. Yeah, it's so I had high. to move the mount up or down, whatever uh, it was. Right, right. Which was fine because by that point I knew where the beams because he'd done it. So I just moved yeah. it exactly by 10 centimeters or whatever. Were. Yeah. Um, Very good. But, mate, it, it was, it mate, was my good. Son's a, my son's a builder, mate. He does all that for me. Well, mate, he's never come and helped me with my joint, has nah. he? He hasn't helped me in my joint either, just quietly. <laughs> but I'm hoping he starts. No, I got it. He built a deck for me at home, mate. Anyway, the high sense eighty five inch TV is available now. It's a cracker. Check out the details at techguide.com.au and EFTM.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. All right, we're gonna sneak a review in here, Trev. Let's let's just quickly talk about two great phones. The uh, the TCL Plex smartphone. Yeah. Which uh, I'm using. Four nine nine. Now these are mid tier phone. Now how I've described this phone is that it's a very crowded marketplace at the mid tier. But this phone manages to stand out from the crowd a little bit because it of, of its few unique features. Like, and, and starting with the display, if you have a really good look at this screen, it's made by TCL, whose bread and butter is making televisions. So what it's done, it's brought its next vision technology and shrunk it down into a, into a display. Now, the only other company that ever did that before yeah. was Sony, Sony Ericsson. Sony was a And they're not around anymore. Oh, Sony Ericsson. Yeah. So TCL now have kind of taken a leaf out of that book. First attempt at a smartphone. They, they do own Alcatel, so yeah. they've got some, some heritage there. But they've really produced this great screen that you consider how much content you look at on your screen. It is a it is a beautiful thing to look at. What I really like about it too is that it has not a notch. No. It's got a dotch, which is a combination of dot and notch. So it's a Which top, is what Samsung's doing top, with the S10. Top left-hand corner. I think it's really well positioned. I think it's excellent. I forgot it was there. It was so well hidden, I forgot it was there. And that's a 24-megapixel front-facing camera, by the way. Uh, the other thing I really like about it too, I'll talk about the camera in a second, but... The smart button, the smart key on the left-hand side is a game-changer. So handy to set that up with all your shortcuts. Like, I've got mine set up to be my torch when I need it. 
or my camera when I want to press it or my Google Assistant. Well, you can you can set it to do something or open an app for you. Very handy. That, that That's a really key feature too. Now, the camera, the triple camera system on this is, I think, not far behind the camera systems on phones that cost three times as much. Yep, I agree. Like the iPhone, uh, the Samsung phones, this can stand in that company. And not only that, has got, shoots good video, uh, ha- has really nice AI working in the background too. Like you look at your photos and without you doing a thing, you can just see some of the colours have been punched up a bit, like the greens and the blues and the sky. They've they've just been punched up to make it a bit more vibrant without you touching it. Like normally yeah. you'd have snap to go into snap yeah, seed yeah. or something to do it. It does it out of the camera. So really keen, really like that as well. But even little things like this might not sound like much, but you know how when you swipe up, you've got the app drawer where the apps are everywhere, right? Mm. You've got six different ways to sort your apps out. That's what uh, my, my favorite, and I should have taken a photo of it. You can do them by name, by label, by usage, so it'll sort them into social media, whatever, by installations, so the time you installed them. You can even sort it by icon color. color. <laughs> so if you've got different colored icons, if you know that obviously Audible's orange and Qantas is red and that's another really handy way. It might yeah, not sound like much, but geez, it makes them find yeah, your apps yeah. a, a lot easier. It's a simple software tweak that they've done. But these are these little ten percenters that make this a really nice phone for the price. So I'm 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 rate I rate this. I said this really punches above its weight. Uh, overall design is really nice as well. Feels really nice in the hand. Mate, the only reader. the only thing that would stop you buying this is because you are debating that crack that category of phones. There's yeah. There is literally so many phones to choose from in that three nine nine to four nine nine range. Yeah, even a bit more if you said five nine nine. It's it, mate. The competition is epic. It's fierce. It's so massive at this, this level. Is a, and th- but this is a bigger screen too than a lot of them at that level. Yes, it is. Like and uh, the real me and others at that level are slightly smaller screens. But the and, but the screen quality though is not uh, not the standard. Right. This, this is just this has just got a little the edge on the screen quality. The only downside is that. When you want to listen to audio through the through the phone, it doesn't have stereo sound. It only comes out of the bottom of the phone. Right. Not not a deal breaker, but some phones sound fantastic when you're just listening to your music. But it does have a headphone jack, so if you want to hear your music properly, uh, it does have a headphone jack for people who yeah. are still attached. Get it attached? I got you. I to got their you. wired headphones, attached, yeah. they can do it. I actually yeah. use that line, that exact line in my in my review as well. So yeah, the TCL Plex, I'm a fan of. Uh, and my full review is at Tech Guy. Check it out, techguy.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. At the complete opposite end of the spectrum is the Aspera um, F40. Now, the thing the about this phone... The flip phone is back, this baby. This is the flip phone. Now, this, this is not new. There's lots of flip phones out there, but I like this one because it's A, 99 bucks, and yep. B, it's available at like places like Big W. Yeah. Like, it's easy to get. Yep. Now, this is not for me and you. No. But... I don't think an 11 or 12 year old is going to want this phone because they're going to want smart stuff. But yeah. there are people who are considering giving 9 and 10 year olds phones. The reason they're doing that is because they want to be able to call them. Yeah. This is what you get a 4G right? phone as well. 4G. So it's not going to, di- it made this thing the last 10 years, it's not going to disappear when the 3G yep. turns off. Yep. Calls and texts, easy. SOS button on the back. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's and smart. very, very common in a senior's phone. So think about your elderly parents um, who might be living alone. Uh, you program it to text and call you. 
So they press and hold the SOS button. They text and call you yeah. immediately without having to even open that's the smart. phone up. That's smart. Yep. And that's a big feature of it. Now, it does have the internet. It will it's got a browser. Look how good text looks on it. It's got a browser, but no one's, <laughs> like, seriously, no one's using that, all right? That took a, def- a lot of effort to get that up there yeah, like that. You had to I remember how to text with the nine, yes. digit, nine keys. That's one thing people should know. It's not a touch screen. So you've got your normal numerical keypad. Big numerical keys. Yeah. So you got to remember that it, I, I think it has. Does it have um, predictive text? So, you know, when A, B, C, you've got to go A. If you want C, you've got to go three times to hit C. And, yeah, so it's like Morse code, sort of remember Morse it's code. back in the old Nokia days. But, yeah. But, but if, look, for, for calls and texts, this is a no-brainer. The battery on yeah. this thing will last days. Yeah. Days. Um, and for me, honestly, this is a landline alternative. I'm sick to death of people saying to me, it's this and this about the NBN. I don't want a, land- yeah. I've got, I want a landline. Just why? Why do you need a landline? Okay? This thing... You put a charger beside the bed, so they're always charging it right. This thing will last days. They've got it. They've got it with them all the time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're out right. and about and at home. It's yeah. got the SOS function built into it. I mean, yeah, I don't know why awesome. people, with unlimited calls and texts available these days for like twenty bucks. Yep. I don't know why people are bothering with. It's with even got a micro SD card. Not even the Galaxy Fold has a micro SD card, <laughs> right? This has got. It a does have a camera, so you can take photos. Five megapixel camera. Uh, and it is. I, I I wrote my story a few days ago. I had more reaction to this phone, people asking about it, than when I wrote about the Galaxy Fold. Funny that. This was like my readers that tend to be a little bit you know, older, the mum, mums and dads. They were dead keen. Oh, where do I get it? And I said, it's in the story. Read the story. Click on the link and see. Love down those there. people. Yeah. 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 If you read the story, you'll find that information. Funny that, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, now yeah, this uh, had a very positive uh, yeah. response. The Aspera F40. Check it out techguide.com.au and eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, Stephen, um, that's a wrap. Let's uh, let's do, I say, episode 413 next week. Absolutely. The week yeah. after that, we'll be in Korea. Yes, good Korea move for both of us. Boom, boom. <laughs> Mike Raymond died today. I think what we should, yeah, what we should think about sad, there is, uh, you sad. know, uh, next, we'll, we'll do another episode. Yeah. And, and when, it, when it's in your phone, be there. Do you remember that? Do you yeah. remember Mike Raymond used to do that? The, the Sydney Speedway. Speedway? Yes. Yeah, yes. Wow, what an iconic voice the he had. The voice hey. of Australian motorsport. That's like, amazing. I'm, you, you weren't a massive rev head. I'm a I rev rem- head. I remember those ads, though. Absolutely. Yeah. But like Bathurst, I just watched actually this, this morning the start of the 1986 Bathurst 1000. Wow. That he um, was calling for Channel 7. Yeah, and it's, mate, wow. you got to remember, Channel 7 created Race Camp in 1979 yeah. globally. The first people in the world, Peter Williams had a little Celica, I think Toyota Celica, coming across <laughs> the mountain with Race Camp. Wow. Mike Raymond was the voice of, of that genius. sport at that time. How was old for, was he, mate, when he passed? Uh, I don't know. He'd be in his, uh, I think, 70, 75, 78 or something. Okay. Yeah, no, he, Hasn't been yeah. doing much lately. He's been no. off the scene. He's been unwell, but uh, he passed today. And, uh, He's he'll, gone I'm, to the great... It's, it's retro round in uh, in the V8s this weekend oh, really? down at Sandown. So I imagine a solid, oh, nice tribute. solid tribute to the great man down there He's this weekend. He's gone to the great racetrack in the sky. And, mate, mate what about the commentary that will be going on up there with Daryl Eastlake and Mike wow. Raymond? Wow. Hey? Jeez, it's be huge. Huge! <laughs> be there! Anyway, we'll be back next week with 413. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. And uh, yes, as Stephen badly punned, we'll be in uh, Seoul. Seoul, yes. We'll be soul searching for our be a careers. lot of soul in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> the week after. Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.